Hello, friends, and I want to welcome you to Following the Way. We are a new podcast that is devoted to following the way of Jesus, and we do that through looking at Scripture and Christ-centered practices. We are also a ministry of Landmark Christian Fellowship Church, and you can also find us on YouTube. Uh, We invite you to subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, as well as click the little bell icon that will uh, give you alerts when we post new material. We're, we're so excited that you're with us, and today we want to uh, look at something actually around St. Benedict. The, uh, we also uh, like to take the opportunity from time to time to look at past saints and, uh, and past followers of Jesus and how they inform us in following the way of Jesus. And so, two days ago, the last time we published a podcast, we were looking at 2 Corinthians 4 and where Paul speaks there of the light momentary affliction that we have in light of the eternal weight of glory that is coming for us and that the Father has for us. And so recognizing that in these days, in this pandemic, and in the the season that we find ourselves in this time, there are very difficult things that uh, can feel very heavy and very weighty. And one of the things when we talk about light momentary affliction is that we have to face the reality of grief and loss in our lives. And so that's what we want to spend our time looking at today is the reality of grief and loss in our lives, which has all varying types of forms and can feel very heavy. And it's something that all of us experience, all of us go through. And so how do we handle that? How do we journey through grief and loss? How do we embrace it and embrace our limits in order to allow God to do the work that he wants to do in us? And that's a theme that we're looking at right now. This past Sunday, we talked about that in the midst of what we're going through with the coronavirus, we asked the question, what does God want to do in us? What practices does he want us to be putting into place that will form habits in us? as we come out of this season. And so those are some of the questions that that I'm asking myself and and asking Jesus, what do you want to grow in me? And so embracing frustration, embracing the pain of this time, embracing all the emotions that we're feeling and looking at them and examining them and what God wants to do through them is all part of it. And one of those ways that we embrace grace and loss, and one of the ways that we are able to uh, understand and, and have perspective on this light momentary affliction is through humility and growing in humility and growing in that character trait in our lives. And so I want to look at um, a ladder uh, of growth, uh, if you will, when it comes to humility. St. Benedict Uh, talked about this, 12 steps uh, to growing in humility. And then Pete Scazzaro lately, uh, who wrote Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, he has uh, put it into eight steps uh, in climbing the ladder of humility and, and what those eight steps look like. And so as a supplement to uh, growing in how to handle this time and in embracing and allowing God to work through the grief and loss. I want to talk about this uh, ladder of humility and growing in it. And so there's there's eight steps and 
as Pete Scazzaro says that uh, I would agree that this is a powerful, powerful tool when used with other elements of emotional health in our life. And maybe when you've thought about humility, maybe you haven't thought about the depth to which it works itself in our lives. I know I certainly am am still on this pathway of of growing. And the reality is that when I look at this season right now, what's happening, there there are elements of this frustrations to what's happening and, and things that I'm having to experience that are leading to issues in me that are bringing up character traits that God wants to deal with. And so I, I certainly find myself journeying through this and really on the lower end of this ladder and needing to grow. And so I want to talk about um, these eight steps. Step one, uh, when it comes to the ladder of humility, is fear of God and mindfulness of Him. This is where it starts, where you know, we are so apt to forget the presence of God and actually acting in our lives, even as professing Christians, we, we can act as functional atheists and not act as if God is there. And so the first step in growing in humility is fear of God and being aware of him in our lives. Step two is doing God's will, meaning not our own will and not the will of other people. We we recognize that surrendering our self-will to God's will for our lives touches the very heart, if you will, of spiritual transformation. That this is, this is where it begins. This is where transformation begins to take place, is that we surrender our will. Not, your, we, not my will be done, but your will, just as Jesus prayed to the Father. And so, you know, that, that can be a, a step that can for us take years and and we have to keep going back to and and keep climbing this ladder and surrendering our will step three is willing to subject ourselves to the direction of others where we are free to give up our arrogance and our all-powerfulness and are open to accepting god's will as it comes through others which can be so difficult because again we are predisposed to be self-autonomous. We want our own way, our own will. And so this could be a manager at work. This could be directions from a friend. And we receive this uh, direction of others without grumbling or an attitude. And that really is the sign of that we have arrived at growth in our lives where we're able to receive this and willingly receive it without grumbling. Step four is patient to accept the difficulties of others. Life with others, especially when living in community, is full of aggravations. And so this requires that we give others a chance to figure out their weaknesses in their own way and in their own time. Step five on this ladder of humility is a radical honesty to others about our weaknesses or our faults, where we quit pretending to be something that we're not. We admit our weaknesses, we admit our limitations to friends, to a spouse, to parents, or someone else who cares about our development. We don't hide it. We don't try to project self-images that are not telling the entire truth. It's it's telling half-truths. It's being deceptive. It's, it's presenting an image of ourselves 
that isn't reality. And it keeps us from growing in humility because humility is having to admit, I don't have it all together. Actually, I fail miserably in this area of my life or I'm struggling a lot in this area. And it's growth when we can admit that and we're, we're coming to a place of greater humility. Step six is being deeply aware of being the chief of all sinners, as Paul wrote in the New Testament, where we see ourselves as weaker and more sinful than anyone around us. We come to see that we are the chief of all sinners. We, we declare what Paul declared, and we, we begin to feel actually the gravity and the weight of our sin to a much deeper level than maybe we have in the past. And again, this, we can see how this is instinctively, this is growing in humility. It's not looking at the sins of others. It's not looking at the faults of others. It's realizing, well, my faults and my sin and my brokenness is really serious. It's really deep. And what it does is it actually it calls us to dependence on Jesus, which calls us to humility. So this is not self-hate or an invitation to abuse, but it's meant to actually make us kinder and gentler as we come to see how much we need the forgiveness of Jesus. Step seven is being purposeful to speak less or with more restraint. And this is near the top of the ladder because it's seen as the outcome of a life that seeks God and is filled with wisdom. So we don't feel the need to always uh, make our opinions known. We don't always feel the need to have to speak first. We were able to restrain ourselves because we've come to see that we have security in God and we're, and we're secure in Him. And out of that is a natural humility uh, in our lives. As the rule of, of St. Benedict states, the wise are known for their few words. And you know, that, that really hits me because I've, I've been one that uh, has liked to talk a lot and, and I, one that communicates a fair bit. And so um, I, I find myself quite often wanting to have an array of opinions and wanting to uh, interject those opinions into many conversations and coming to see uh, that that is not necessarily always helpful or, or actually I need to grow in restraint is something that, that is, is a challenge for me. And, and step eight uh, on this ladder, so if you will, the, the top rung of the ladder is being transformed into the love of God. And here there, there is no haughtiness, no sarcasm, no put-downs, no errors of importance, nothing, not, not even a shred of it. It is Philippians 2 lived out in perfection, that we are not looking to ourselves, but to the needs of others. And that that is... I mean, I don't know that we would ever say that we'll ever reach that place ever in our lives completely. I, I certainly would never claim that. But this is the top rung of the ladder. This is the goal of growing in humility. We are able to embrace our limits and and those of others. And so again, when we talk about embracing our limits and embracing grief and loss, this is part of growing in humility. We're We're fully aware of how fragile we are and are under no illusions about that. We understand our frailty and we understand our weaknesses and we understand that we can actually rest or, or accept those and, and rely on the power of God because it's actually not about us. We're at home 
with ourselves and content to rely on the mercy of God. And we look at everything as a gift in life. That, that is quite the place to find ourselves. And I, I certainly am finding myself that, that maybe in, in some respects, and you might find this where you move up and down this ladder at various times in your life. And there's, there's areas of growth needed and, and other areas where you find that you're making progress. And then other areas where you recognize that you're, you're at the, the bottom rung um, or, or the second or third step of this ladder. But I want to invite you today, friends, to, uh, for the next, as we close here as application, I I want to invite you to quiet your heart and to, if you can, put your feet on the ground and feel your body, feel what's happening inside of yourself, feel the tensions, feel the emotions, feel the areas where you feel anxious or where you feel nervous or you feel upset and you feel annoyed, you feel angry. And whatever you're feeling, give that to the Lord. And as you give that to the Lord, and as you relax and 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 allow him to take the weight of these things off of you, I want to invite you to receive the love of God. Receive the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Receive the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And whatever's going to come in this week and the hard things that you're going to face and the frustrations that you're going to face and where you're going to be apt to feel angry or you're going to be apt to feel disappointed or discouraged, know that the Lord already is there. Know that the Lord has already gone before you. And know that he's calling you into a deeper relationship with his son, Jesus. I want to bless you today, friends, as we go forth into another day, or maybe you're winding down another day, but um, whatever may come, we realize that Jesus is on the throne. He's good, and he's working for our good in these days. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you again.